Welcome to A True Podcast. I'm here, uh, Smiley Jiley. And I'm uh, James Jake Lemberg. And this is the A True Podcast. So, uh, welcome to our inaugural episode. Um, we will be uh, doing a podcast for every episode of The Next Step. Heck yeah. Um, all five seasons worth. And um, we're excited to, uh, to start this off. So, we're going uh, to be watching the, uh, uh, the pilot episode, Get the Party Started. Giving you our hot thoughts uh, on fashion, their choreography, hair, uh, our favorite relationships are... The jams, the music jams. The jams. There's, yeah, there's some good music. And we're going to have a discussion today on Miss Kate. She's going to be our hot topic. Um, yes. We both have differing opinions. So, cuddle up, get your Hulu started, watch alongside us. Here we go. Um, maybe we should start off with how... how uh, so, just a brief, brief backstory... Uh, A.D. Smiley Jolly is more familiar with the show than I am. It, it precedes me. I had stumbled upon the show a couple weeks ago, fell in love immediately, and A.D. was like, oh yeah, I've seen that show before. Yeah, I watched this show when it first came out. Um, I have a Canadian friend who actually watched it in Canada and was like, you have to watch this show because I was obsessed with Shake It Up in high school. Shake It Up. Was that a Disney show? Yeah, it's Same. a Disney dance show with Zendaya and Bella Thorne. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot faster though, right? Yes. <laughs> this is a really slow <laughs> show, and that's I think that's why I love it so much. It's because it takes uh, uh, thirty episodes <laughs> to do what I think they could do in eight. Yeah. Um. So I found it because I fell in love with uh, Lost and Found Music Studios on Netflix, which is a spinoff show to The Next Step. Uh, it all takes place on the same building, except it is a bunch of. Um, young musicians and it is a treat and i finished the only two seasons and i was like there has to be other content and lo and behold five glorious seasons of the next step that's oh. like watching private practice before watching Grey's anatomy i have not seen either yeah. is that a sp- is Grey's anatomy a spinoff yeah private practice yuck is it still shonda rhymes i have no idea i think so it's the i think it's derek's sister his ex-wife one of the two and derek is mcsteamy Patrick, uh, Patrick Swayze, Dempsey. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um. So, we. I was talking a lot about it, and Ad was like, "I yeah, I used to like that show." And then she restarted rewatching it, mm-hmm. and it's so good. I, I bet. I bet anyone who's listening, that's probably just the cast of Catharsis. <laughs> um, you have to watch the show. It is so good. It is. Uh, it has such unbridled passion for youth dancing. I think. It, yes. It, it is their life. They eat, probably. We only see them drink juice, I think, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they eat sometimes, um, and then they just dance, and it doesn't seem like they have really much academics going on, because you only see them in the dance studio, Yeah, they're always auditioning for something, and it's always regionals or nationals, and then it takes you 25 <laughs> episodes, but the thing is that I love about it is that um, those last five episodes when they're at regionals or they're at nationals are so good yes. that it's fine that you waited 25 episodes to get there. It's fine that none of the like plots got resolved <laughs> because you're at regionals. <laughs> you made it. Doesn't That's a good matter. point. But I don't think I've ever, I've ever mentioned that there, none of the, a lot of the plot doesn't get resolved. No. And they bring up like important things about people like. I won't go too in depth, but certain characters that have like financial issues that are just <laughs> completely ignored <laughs> in later seasons. There are major plot points in season one. I think it's like they they were like Degrassi was such a hit 
that we could probably do. We could probably follow up on that, but it has none of the drama or intrigue that Degrassi had, and it's just a bunch of people dancing, and then like talking about it. It's and all it's like about G-rated, dance. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's G rated. It's like Degrassi. It's a little like Glee because you um you oh our gain our gain is really low. Let me turn it up a little bit. Is that better? I don't know. We're testing. We're testing. Um. And um, Glee was like there was there's a lot of music in Glee, but they had other stuff going on. People were getting pregnant, or um, <laughs> that's that's all I can remember. <laughs> People are getting pregnant, but this doesn't Gay have subplots. any of that. It is it is just like. There's like you said the, the <laughs> financial situation that is briefly brought up, um, and then that's it. And, and we're going to talk drama. about Miss Kate later because I think I th- I think this all really revolves around Miss Kate, and I really can't stand her. But we have differing opinions. Um, so yeah, any any other insight about uh, your feelings of the next step? It's been a long journey between me and the next step, <laughs> yeah. um, and I anticipate it'll be a much longer journey. I think this is just the beginning of. Mm-hmm how important the show is going to become to me. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It, I really think, uh, I really encourage, if you're diving into this podcast and you haven't watched the first episode or you're not planning on watching it with us, you're doing it wrong. Yes. Um, because you need to fall in love with the show as we have. Mm-hmm. And um, that, I think that's really important because it is, a, it, is a, it is a really good show worthy of your love. And I think the beauty of it is that nothing really happens. Yes. That's the thing is the beauty of it. It's like you're taking like um. Like it's like a slice of life, but even more boring. And that's what's beautiful about it, I think, because nothing really happens. Anyway, we are both, I think, at different points currently in the series. I'm on season four. I just started season three. And have you previously watched all of it? I previously watched season one. And that's it? Yes. Oh, so Because you're, I okay, couldn't so have the rest new... of it on Hulu, because I watched it when it came out. Okay. And, and it I is important watching. to know that season five is being released soon, so it's, I don't think it's out yet. Yes. No, it is out yet. Is it? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll fact check that later. <laughs> um, okay, let's. I think we should. We're ready to dive in. Okay, let's see. So we're gonna be watching it. Uh, the f- episode from the beginning, right alongside you guys, um, offering our hot takes. Um, so we we uh, indulge you to join us. Heck yeah. Here's my first. Here's my first thought. I want to bring up. I love their um, hot shots of the uh, Canadian streets. Are they in Toronto? That's a great question. I was going to ask you what city they're in. I think it's somewhere like Toronto or Vancouver. I Um, thought they were trying to make it American, but... And here we have Miss Kate. I can't stand her. Why? I think she's, for me, she's the villain. And I I really want to get into this later, but I think for me that she is the villain. Um... And Chris, the head choreographer, is my favorite, and it Just sucks that Chris we don't. Chris, the head choreographer. Yeah, he's Chris, the head choreographer, <laughs> which I don't understand because they. I never see them choreographing dances. No, the they kids always, do it. Yeah, they always <laughs> just appear with brand new dances, like fully polished, ready to go. And then, they, and it's also like Glee, where you'll see them like episode before, fi- like regionals or whatever, and they're like practicing still. And then at regionals, they have a whole different like number to do yes. and how did you practice that so soon and they make such a big deal about learning the number yeah and they don't do that and then they don't do that number <laughs> um oh here we go so here we have yeah so right now we're in the first day of auditions oh emily emily emily, emily. what are your feelings about emily i love her but that's because i'm on season three season one right. emily it's harder worst. it's harder she's harder to yeah yeah, yeah. and then I totally she makes see that. this switch that she's from she's a lot like Sharpay for me in High School Musical, where they have very similar um, story arcs that kind of keep getting reset. So I think she redeems herself by the end of the season, but then I think she starts at the next the same place next and the season. Next season? Yeah. yeah, but it never gets old because they're both so great. 
Oh, we just saw Giselle, my girl. Giselle's my favorite she dancer. She really on the is show. the standout, and it takes her a while to get her place. Yes, and yeah. she's the acro queen. The acro queen. Be the spider. For her acro, the spider the is spider. her move. Yeah. Yes. Um, are you? Are do you have any f- experience in dance at all? Uh, not really. I cheered for twelve years. Because mm. I wonder how much of this is is actual dance. I know the spider is a real move, but I wonder how much of this. Oh, Chloe. Chloe hope, really is. Oh. She has my heart. Chloe? Yeah, she really does She's have so my bland. heart. She's so bland. I think, though, the show really needs someone bland because everyone else is so extra. That's true. Like, sh- her voice just never gets above this level. And that <laughs> that's <me>. true. That's <laughs> a good if point. I don't make I've, it. Never, <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought about that before. But, yeah, she does have a really <laughs> Even when really voice. horrible things happen to her, she's like, oh, somebody framed me for stealing all the studio's money. <laughs> oh, no. I'm really excited because, again, we are doing this for every episode of the show. I'm excited to get to the point where she has her moment of redemption with the entire team. And it's one of the <laughs> shittiest things I've ever seen done to someone. And they act like it was amazing. That's my <laughs> favorite thing in the whole world. Um, oh, Chris's dolphin. Dolphin tails. Um, how? What a condescending thing to do. Dolphin tails. Yeah. Like I don't know. They're like, they're in high school, right? Yeah, they can't just get their attention. <laughs> they can't get their attention. <laughs> um, so yeah, in season, this is the first episode we have to um, we have to go through auditions. Um, and if you're gonna watch this all the way through, get ready because there's auditions all the time. All the time. Every every couple of episodes, there's a high stakes audition that everyone is nervous about. Because someone drops out or yeah. somebody doesn't want to do a certain solo or they have to combine studios like something crazy happens yeah um also how good is this intro amazing it's really good it's kind of old school like in that kind of I, I, those are those supposed to be like sequins or like leds i was thinking about sequins i think so too i think they are supposed to be sequins but then, but then with the, that in yeah. the background it might be leds I just love how much, if you think about it, how much of their shoot times have to just be them doing these, like, dances on white white backgrounds. Because they use them for every transition, Every too. transition. Yeah, and they're all different. And so they must be like, all right, James and Riley, like, you just had a sad moment. Do a sad dance. And then they do it, and I love it every time. And it's always, like, multiple shots together, too, you know? One thing that I love about this show is that they don't change their outfits that often. <laughs> they have about, like, four or five outfits a yeah. season. Well, I'm, I imagine that, like, dance outfits are expensive, right? Like, yeah. Right, like the or right that they filmed everything on the same, in the same four days. In the same <laughs> four days. Um, I really love the difference of A Troop, B Troop, and J Troop. I love that there's only two really, like, actual dance troops, and it's, like, the good one, A Troop. <laughs> and then it's, like, the bad... There's not even, like, a C Troop, or it's not even, like, advanced troop and, like, junior troop. It's just, like, A Troop and B Troop. B troop yeah. And then I, what I wonder is why the fuck you would be in B Troop? Like, why not just go to another studio? Yeah. <laughs> because they don't they don't compete. They don't do anything. They just, like... And they don't... It, when someone is in B Troop, you do not see them on the show. Yeah. It's, like, it should just be called, like, A Troop. It and you've be called, seen the B Troop rehearsal episodes where they just, like... Yeah, yeah. Do, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. Yeah, because it's called the next step, which is the whole studio. Yeah, but it's only the next step. A troop. Yeah, is the only thing they focus on. Yeah, yeah. And I get J troop. Oh, so good. Intro or transition. So good. Now we've characterized Emily. We characterized Emily because and, and the like. It, it seems like the director was like, "All right, girl playing Emily. I don't know her name, <laughs> but I, I bet it was like, hey, you're only." job or your like your only character trait is to be a huge bitch like that's your only <laughs> we're not going to give you any backstory or anything it's just like be a bitch all the time you know what yes. i mean and she does it i'm gonna google her okay what are your feelings about brandon because we have our first introduction of brandon here who's he is uh the that's really gay one. name daniel daniel sorry <laughs> i was so, like who are you talking about? i should get my i should get my authority on the show taken away i honestly think daniel is the best answer on the show 
um, definitely the best male dancer for me. I know you're an Elden fan. I am an Elden fan, but I'm a later season Elden fan. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like James through and through, but who oh, doesn't? But his soul, it's his soul that I like about him. Oh, Daniel's soul? Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this show. No, no, no. James's. James's soul. I also like James's soul. Daniel's dance. Daniel, I think, is really gay. Well, he is really gay. Yes. Either the clearly. actor... I don't think he's playing a gay character. I think he is gay. Yes. And they, at least at where I am in the series, they haven't let him be gay yet. No. And every episode I want, I just go, let him, let him be gay. Like, let him open up that soul and just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder why that is. I mean, yeah, I just, I think it's very problematic. Me because it's too G rated. Okay. You I found I mean? the Emily actress. Okay. Her name is Alexandra Beaton. Alexandra Beaton. Okay. You can watch her in Three Hundred, like the like the like the movie Three Hundred. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, who is she in that? I don't know. I'm gonna check. That's nuts. She's 23 years old currently, probably much younger in the show. Um, well, this would have been because season five is just coming out, so that would have been what five years ago. So she would have been 17 when this started. Yeah, that makes sense. So like seniors in high school. I love West, and he's such oh. a wild card through and through. Um, and Emily, like. Here's what here's what really weirds me out, and we're gonna get to this, I'm sure, in a later episode. But she's she's a dance captain. Yes. But she isn't really that good of a dancer. No, that's what mm, that bothers me because I yeah. think there's so many other. I don't even know if she should be on A Troop. Like I think Giselle should that's be here out point. for A Troop. That's a good point. Um, and it's I think the I politics. Think just, sorry to our to our listeners. I believe that was a spoiler alert that just happened. What did I uh, say? Because auditions aren't over. I mean, I know. Oh, that, that she's it's dance okay. captain. It's okay. Uh, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, we, it is kind of obvious. <laughs> um, and our first introduction to Sweet Sweet Riley, um, my favorite character, because how could she not be your favorite character? Well, I don't know if that's true. I like Giselle a lot. Yeah, I love. But Giselle. Chloe's my favorite. I, l- <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh, that was a that was such a good outfit. That pink. Anyway. Oh, what a yeah. time! I found okay. Quick interruption. So the girl who, pl- the actress who plays Emily, Alexandra, quote, Alexandra's career began by portraying a burned village child in the movie 300 alongside Gerard Butler. You know, her and Gerard Butler just starring in um, 300. Oh, you mean when she, yeah, she co-starred as burned as child burned villager <laughs> in 300? Yeah. <laughs> so that's so. her only two credits that I see is that is the next step and burned child in 300. <laughs> She's going to be in, okay, so... A web series called Spiral. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, check that out when it drops. Promo. Yeah. Hot pro- get the it hot dropped promo in here. September, and I oh, haven't heard oh, of it. So yeah, it dropped. Um, oh, right. Riley? Riley is a really great dancer. She is, and she's very versatile, which is what I like about her. Like, especially you start to see her do different styles throughout the different seasons, and she's got this like quirky, like hip hoppy, but has the ballet background, yeah, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, I don't know who this guy who is. Who is that? Um, I don't like those shorts choices. I think everyone else is wearing much more appropriate shorts. Yes. Than him. Um, <laughs> Emily's face. <laughs> she, yeah, it's. I I think if you track her her character, there is nothing else going on besides ginormous bitch. Yes, and that's all she's doing all the time. And it's not even like with like she doesn't even get like a tragic backstory of like, and this is why no, like, I shut myself off. She's just like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, and I love Eldon. He's such a dorky little boy. He's he's a dorky little boy with a heart of gold and in spite of everything he just wants to dance Eldon is the kind of guy who complains about the friend zone I feel like yeah I think so too um 
and I think we see it with Emily, but I think he matures later on. He does mature. And we do see him as a, as a really soulful lover. And I'm really sorry that I just used the word lover. lover. Really <laughs> in. Um, but I think it's true. I think he gets really romantic and sincere yeah. later on. And in the beginning, it's just like, what are you doing, man? Because his only character in the beginning is like, you love Emily. Right. Like, that's his only character tra- trait. And hers is like, you hate everyone. So it's like a good... Oh, Chloe. Yes. We should also bring up the E-Girls. Oh, the E-Girls. <laughs> One of the most... Name a more iconic click from a piece of media of, of all time. You I can't. can't. The E-Girls. No, E-Girls is um, it. Step aside the plastics from Mean Girls. Step aside Heathers. Step aside Pink Ladies. You ain't, you don't have anything on the E-Girls. No. Um, and I think later on this episode we see their handshake, which I think is just the most I don't remember iconic. It. Oh, it's iconic. Oh, okay. Where they make, they make the E. Oh, the E. And then they e slide it. Girl. The e- <laughs> which <laughs> I, the most, um, the most like middle of the road, bald, overweight white men must have wrote that. The E girls, yes, because yeah, it's the, so. It's so. This whole show, though, yeah. this whole thing <laughs> is just a caricature of teenage life. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's as if you, I don't know. They just must be so isolated from what actual yeah. human teens yeah. are like. And it's really, it's really sterile. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I again, I love this show. Yes. I love it. I think it's like watching it. It's like a warm blanket. But there's no bite to it there's no there's really no heart to it no and i think it sometimes it feels like a bunch of disjoint characters talking or like being in their own zone like uh emily and riley have no chemistry as sisters they don't (laughs) and like season one really hinges on that yeah and especially like their relationship goes through a lot in this season and it's Seems very much like they aren't even like they're acquaintances that yeah, w- are like in the same studio. One time, oh, here we have the introduction of Michelle. Oh, it's important. Um, for those of you who are going to keep going with the series, um, when you watch Lost and Found, Michelle becomes a more prominent character in that show. Lost and, and Found, Lost and Found Music Studios, the spin-off oh, okay. show. Um, I totally forgot about Michelle when we're talking about favorites because I love Michelle. Really, she's such a pure, sweet little person. Really, she's a heart of gold, and and she's always she's always in the right. I think she just likes to play that character. I think she's very think manipulative. She's I think, yeah, I do. Manipulative, interesting. Okay. Look at her face. She knows she's walking in here to be dance captain. You think so? Yeah. I, she's Miss National Solo. Sorry, not to spoil that, but she is Miss <laughs> National Solo. <laughs> we find out. We find out in a little bit. Um, oh, that is interesting. That is, is an interesting hot take. Um, oh no, there's no ads. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know because she's always she's never done anything mean. Because she just she moves here from Madison, right? She's in a new country, and she just wants to dance. And she hears, like, oh, the next step sounds pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess my problem with Michelle is she plays dumb to a lot of things. Like, a lot of things she knows. I think she she's is just kind of dumb. I think she's, like, a golden you retriever. You think it's an intentional? She's, like, really cute <laughs> and sweet, but, like, she's not very smart. That's where, where I think Eldon is for me. Okay. And that's why when they have kind of a romance later on, I love it so much. Because they're both just these. Yeah, because it's like two golden retrievers like playing <laughs> together. And that's why I love that. I think okay, really I can great. see that. Stephanie can fuck off. I, I hate She's Stephanie. my least favorite character. She's so irrelevant. She's uh, irrelevant. She's dumb. She also has the same character directive of Emily. It's just like, bitch. Um, yeah. Even whenever, like when people realize that Emily's a bitch, she doesn't. And like Emily mistreats her and she doesn't even like register. Yeah. She's just bitch yeah and she holds it up and there's a moment later on in season one where she she wants to be a triple threat she just wants to be a triple threat and all she can do is dance and she goes oh i just want to be a triple threat and she can't do anything anything else and she's just so i feel like that's everybody on this show like the actual actors is they're like oh "Oh, we're dancers dancers. we want to be triple threats and i think you see that in um 
the uh, the American hit show Dance Moms. There's a lot of the, like they're like, oh, mm. girls, you can act or whatever. No, you can just dance, and yeah, that's, that's fine. Good. That's good. No one's saying that's a problem. You could do that. Hella Broadway people are just um, they're dancing. They're just dancing. Yeah. Uh, here's a proposal, or mm-hmm. here's an interesting proposal. The next step um, is an anti-feminist piece of media. Oh, explain. I think the way that women are treated or like represented on the show, especially season one, with character directors, is like just be a horrible person. Yeah. Whereas like the men seem to have a lot more. They're treated like they're either. I don't know, because the men are treated kind of the same, where it's just like, just be a dumb boy. But mm-hmm. I think they have a lot more rounded edges to them. I would maybe... Mm, I'm trying to think how I feel about that. I think... Or I guess it's not not as an anti-feminist piece, but uh, a feminist critique. A feminist... Oh. The next step. Yeah. Feminist critique on the next step. I agree, except for the Miss Kate. Um, but then you have Miss Kate, yeah. yeah, who's a successful businesswoman, entrepreneur. And she's honestly the only character on here who has, like... I think a well-rounded personality. Oh, interesting. I disagree. Maybe I disagree with that. I, I, for me, Miss Kate is such a flat character, and I think the actress that plays her is awful. She is awful. I think she's a really <laughs> off, It's a really truly awful performance, I, especially when there are young kids doing a lot better than her. Yeah. Um, especially later on in seasons with her and um, Lucian. Lucian, <laughs> it's just so bad when she talks about the French accent. And oh just like gosh. you can't act, and that's fine. Every actor, every adult actor on this show that that's needs a good to point. step on this up up their yeah. game. And you'll find that too with Lost in Time Music Studios. I think they, they pulled from like the same pool. Yeah, it's really it's rough. It's just bad. Yeah, and we get oh, we get James. James for the first time, and Eldon is a really great <gasps> technical dancer. He's great. I don't know how. Like, I wouldn't trust him to choreograph a routine. Oh, why? Uh, I don't. I don't think he has. I don't think he has. That ability to create. I think he's just really great technically. But I guess he created this piece. And this yeah, is, and this he just okay. did that. Sh- that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Oh, oh I love seeing them as kids. What a it's treat. It's so cute. Because you know that these are like, this is actually their life. Is They are dancers. Yeah. Which it makes me wonder why they can't just Go act dance. like their life, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think Giselle, Giselle gives a good, she's a great actress. The woman who plays Giselle. Yes. Um, she's also a lot older. She's a lot older. Um, she is such a great performer, great dancer, one of the most beautiful people on television. Mm-hmm. I think um, you, you heard it here, folks. That's a hot take. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Find she, find someone more beautiful on television. I she was you. like when I watched the show in high school. I followed two people on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it was the actress who plays Giselle, yeah. and then the actress who plays Riley, whose <laughs> name is Brittany Raymond. By the way, I know that. <laughs> I sometimes call her Brittany, and I'm like, wait. And it's I mean, it just Riley really is the star of the show. I think so, yeah. Um, but I wish Giselle has some more screen time because we don't get a lot from her in season one. Yeah, not she not picks at all. up later, and she isn't lost and found a little bit. Oh, is she? Um, yeah, her sister is in the studio, and her sister is the worst, just like the oh, worst. Oh no! Yeah, um, she like steals someone's song, and then they're like, "Hey, you can't steal someone's song," and she's like, "Why not?" No, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, um, Riley. Yeah, this is a good season for Riley's hair, though. She had braces, and I didn't know that in season one. Mm-hmm. Wait, Look, does she have braces tell. right now? Because they make a big deal of it later on that she has braces. And they're like the white, invisible kind. Oh. But like, look closer. Because I was watching an episode with my roommates, and I was like, oh, she has, like, she has braces. And they're like, no, she doesn't. And then they make a big deal later on when her braces come off, but you can't tell the difference because you can barely you see them. You can't see them in the first place? Yeah. I, like, can picture my head with braces, but I... Did you have braces when you were younger? Me? Yeah. No. I always wanted them because it, I, all of my sister's friends had them. I thought it was, like, the cool thing. I wanted them, too, and then I got them, and I was like, oh, Did man. you not like them after you got them? No, they hurt, and they yeah. look dorky, and you get food in them, and, like, 
they just like they just compound the awkwardness of being young you know oh, what i mean no. like they just make you feel awful. that's see okay fun story i went first day of sixth grade i got contacts and glasses in um oh, fifth sh- grade okay and i cheerleaded i cheerled then was that i was a cheerleader Cheer, okay um and that's why i got contacts but i ended up losing contacts or not having enough and so the first day of sixth grade and i also didn't have my glasses because i had been relying on contacts first day of sixth grade i had sports I'm gonna goggles pause really quick so we can do a hot take on this okay Continue. i had sports goggles um to play soccer in prescription and, sports yes goggles? prescription sports goggles I didn't know that existed they are ugly yeah and they wrap around your head because you have to have them hold on um yeah. to your head and so first day of sixth grade i came in with sports goggles you wore them daily or you wore them just for just for the, well i wore them just for soccer but i didn't have any contacts or glasses so the first day of sixth grade because i wanted to see the board and stuff in school i had to wear my sports goggles <laughs> to school <laughs> <laughs> that is like tragic it was but i was really cool in middle school it was like i've always been i'm kind of quirky if you guys know me catharsis it's like my my look is like whatever i want it to be and i think it's always been that way and so sixth grade anna noel with like was that just a one day thing or did sometimes the sports goggles appear in your daily fit? It sometimes would if I like didn't have another option. I tried not to. I was also a middle schooler that cared a lot about my appearance, but So you would wear like they're like are they do they look like swim goggles pretty much, but they're prescription? Yeah, they're a little bit like like you the... know, have you ever seen those ugly kids sunglasses no. that are like really thick? Um they're like really thick around the frames and like oh, no. they were either like blue or something with like grey patterns. And they wrapped, like, they had a string around my head. <laughs> That's the one of the worst things I think I've ever heard that you yeah. had to endure. It was okay, though. Could you imagine that with braces? Like, yeah, what a, see, what that would have been... What a look that would have been, been. I got my braces in, I think, the seventh grade. And then I got them off before high school. Um, and I'm glad now. But when I was a kid, I was like, this sucks. No, yeah. yeah. I wish I got braces. Because now I have crooked teeth on the bottom, mm-hmm. as you can see. You get like, Invisalign. Yeah. I also only smile with my top teeth. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, thank you for indulging us in that. Yeah, of um, course. In that, uh, we're gonna go back. What, what I just wanted to note on this is that um, they, Miss Kate, just just to make sure everyone's on the same page in case you're not watching, which you really shouldn't be. Um, Miss Kate just watched the auditions for A Troop. All like what, fifteen of them are there or something? Plus Michelle. Yeah. And she's gonna step out with Chris right now to deliberate and come back and decide. There's also only five minutes left of the show, and this whole episode. Was just them dancing for auditions. That's all. That's all it was. And Everything. then doing the talking kids about it. Yeah. Nuts. And that's the whole thing. Completely nuts. Yeah. Okay. We're pressing play. And just a just a quick shout out. If you think the acting is bad on this, um, I thought it was really good compared to Lost and Found. Oh wow! And when I first watched this, I was like, Oh, this is gonna be good because Lost and Found is so bad. Worse um, than this. Way worse than wow. this. Yeah, yeah. But in a in a good way. I mean, I like I like it. Um, I think Michelle's audition routine was spectacular. I think so too. I really do. Um, just a quick note on hair. James's hair for the first two <laughs> seasons, I really cannot stand. It's awful. And at the beginning of every season, I'm hoping he's going to grow it out a little bit more. And I don't think we get that till season three. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of interesting hair choices. Yeah. Oh, we just found out about Nipsey's National Soloist. In the U.S. too, which is which is even bigger. That's oh. Even bigger so oh, wait a second. So then. No, I guess it doesn't matter. No, yeah, it does. Wait, so what country are they in? Canada. Are you sure? Because she won Miss National Soloist two times in a row. Well, at the same. She nationals. has the title two times in a row. But she's—I think it was at the same nationals. This is in Canada because in the later episode when we have that really funny financial moment that we were talking about, <laughs> they're using—they all have Canadian money. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they just don't know how to do props. 
and it's supposed <laughs> to be set in America. Canadian money. <laughs> no, I think it definitely is in Canada. Though. Okay. I just don't know where. And I think she. I think you can win. You can be the national soloist twice in a row. From in different countries. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. Our first introduction to the. G- what is it called yeah. in this season? Because it changes every season. <laughs> oh, it does change every season. Um, is it the squeeze? Uh, I think it's called the squeeze the in this squeeze? season. Or just squeeze. 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 Yeah. Squeezed. <laughs> and th- what I love about season one, I think it's the purest form of this series. Because they're actually drinking juice. They have, like, actual glasses. I believe that they've actually squeezed that juice that day for those cups. Like, you know what I mean? It seems, yeah. And next season, we get these little ugly plastic bottles of juice. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, they kept knocking it over or something. So, like, <laughs> you guys get bottles now. I would love to know. When this podcast gets popular and we can start interviewing the cast, <gasps> it'll be that'll be a good... Yeah. Um, that'll be a good, like, thing. I just want to know, like, the inner cast relationships and, like, the gossip yeah. behind it. I'm going to start yeah, looking yeah, yeah. it up as we yeah. go through this. Yeah. Oh, here comes the big announcement. My other problem with Miss Kate is the skirts. I hate her skirts. Yeah, she does have some really interesting wardrobe choices. I mean, not, not that the, the rest of the cast doesn't, but like True. sometimes it's like, geez, Miss Kate. Chris is my favorite. He's my rock. I love him the most. Um, He's your rock? Yeah. Mm. He. Uh, I wish he was on the show always. Um, mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. Oh, and then they just put up the list just like that. <laughs> Why did they call them back just to put up the list? Why don't they just post it? Or like if they're going to do that, announce it. If they're going to make a yeah. deal about it. Like... Oh, that would be dramatic if they verbally announced it. Wait, is that the end of the episode? That's right. What this show does a really great job of is um, every episode, they don't give you anything, but they lead you with the promise that you're going to get something next episode. It's always a cliffhanger. Yeah, and you're always like, well, i got to keep watching. And we get some clips of the later in the season, which are just, they they make you go, wow, this is going to be really action-packed, but all of this pretty much happens in, like, two episodes. Yeah, and only, like, yeah, most of these episodes are just a lot of talking. Yeah. The other thing about this show is they do those like mock interviews as if these are real people and yeah. they're interviewing them. However, they do that about the s- most mundane things. Yeah. Like someone will say something, like make a joke, and then one of the characters will be like, wow, Riley's really funny. And that'll be like, <laughs> uh, they'll cut to somebody to say that. And I don't understand. Well, have you ever watched uh, like Big Brother or anything? No. Or any like, sort of reality show where they do this? A real they reality do this show? A lot. Yeah, they do this a lot like in... Like Jersey Shore? Um, I don't know. I mean, they do it a lot, yeah, in Jersey Shore, but especially like in Big Brother, because they have like such little content to go off of. Like it's, they have to be like, so like... He just said this thing to you, like, what do you, you know what I mean? and, they, and they have to be like, um... Oh, like Whale Wars. <laughs> whale Wars? Oh, if you have not seen Whale Wars. It's like th- this group of um, environmentalists who like travel around the world and try to stop people from whaling, but oh. nothing ever happens. But they Do, do they ever stop anyone from whaling? Uh, They just mostly just throw stinky butter at them. <laughs> whale Wars seems like a misleading title. Like, that makes me think that, like, whales are going to be, like, fighting. No, I wish. War. No. <laughs> no, you don't wish. So that was that was episode one. Thank you for, for watching alongside of us. Of course. Um, uh, what a fun show. So what is your... We've, we've watched the full episode, season one, episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at? Where are we thinking? Where, are we, where, are we, where is this heading? I mean, we have both. Are we playing Innocence of the Future? or? No. Okay, but like, how did you feel about the f- when you first watched it? When did I it grip you? First watched it, it gripped me enough that I watched the whole first season. Yeah. So and then got, came back to it years later. Um, I think really what did grip me is the promise of finding out who's going to make the team in the next yeah. episode. That's yeah, yeah. so crucial. I yeah. think is just this because if they told us who's on the team, I don't think I would care because I don't know the characters. Especially with well Miss Kate's ominous line, Emily's going to be really upset with my decision. Yes. And then you're like, oh god. 
because that made me think that Emily isn't going to be on the team. Oh, really? And I was like, whoa. They I thought Riley wasn't going to make it. Oh. Yeah, because the uh, big part of the dynamic is like Riley not thinking she's good enough. Like Riley's constantly in this state of like, I'm not good yeah. enough. And it made me think she's not good enough, but she's so good. <laughs> no, yeah, she's one of the best. I mean, obviously we see later on that she's definitely like, she's the best. She like she's the reason why later on they win internationals. I'm not there yet. Um, spoiler alert. Wow. Again, it's not. I don't think it's <laughs> not. It's not the end. I don't think spoilers really matter here. It's the journey. It's the journey. Yeah. Because all of this, all of the spoilers are boiled down to like one episode. You, you, the other twenty nine in the season <laughs> are, are just <laughs> are pretty much what you just saw. They just dance pretty much, and then they or they there's it's either episodes like this where they dance the whole time pretty much, yeah. and then they just give their talking heads, or they don't dance at all. Um. And they also just and do like we go on a weird adventure or something, or do that that amazing moment later on that we talked about with the the financial hardship, the financial. Moment, which I think is one of the funniest moments in television history. I like I really <laughs> I I really cannot speak higher about that about I'm that sorry. moment. Um, it, it, I it was my roommates occasionally would step in and watch an, an episode or two with me, and thank goodness they were with me during that, that episode <laughs> because we all agree that it's one of the worst things I've ever seen humans do to each other. It was but it's treated as this really heartfelt moment, and it was just so funny. Um, I I kept watching yes because of uh, Miss Kate's ominous moment. Right. And I was like, oh my god, who's who's going to be cut? Is it Emily? I thought it was Emily, and then. The beginning of the next episode is really wonderful because they're all dancing and kind of showing off that they're the ones on A Troop. Um, And that to me is so magical. It's like, aw, like look at them, like they're on A Troop and and whatever. Um, And then you get this really heartfelt moment with the people who aren't on it and they're just like crying and they're talking about it. It's tragic, yeah. And it's like... And you think like, wow, the whole rest of the show is going to be this heartfelt and emotional. (laughs) And then it's not. It's not. (laughs) Um, Any other hot takes on uh, on episode one? Episode one hot takes. I I want to go back to the e-girls because I think that's something that is hilariously irrelevant later. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> they set it up as if it's this long-lasting thing. Like like I said earlier, like you have like the plastics or you have like the pink ladies, and they're like the part of like Mean Girls is the, like the plastics, and it's like that's the whole thing. And so I thought that's what the e-girls was when yeah. I watched episode one, and I was like, all right, I'm here for this, I'm ready, and then. They, like, are mildly mean. Some of them very quickly decide not to be in the E-Girls. And then by the end of the season, the E-Girls is not even a thing. They're, yeah, they don't exist anymore. And Spoiler. we get a lot of the rules. There's a lot of rules to be an E-Girls. E-Girls rules. And we get a lot of them <laughs> in the next couple episodes. There's a lot of just, like, rules, rules, rules. And they're not good rules. No, and they also act like there's a lot of them, which makes me wonder what all the rules are. I think there's. A, I think they say that there's, like, a hundred. Yeah. Like a hundred rules. A hundred girl. girls rules. Yeah, I love it. Um, and that is really funny because Chloe, my fave, um, she has some friction because she is the poor girl. We'll find out later on. Yeah, she's the token poor girl. Um, the and they poor. they really handle it really like r- really poorly. <laughs> Pun intended. That's funny. <laughs> um, they just like <laughs> because the only thing that, the thing that makes her poor is that she has to leave <laughs> rehearsal all the time and go to work, and that's all she is. Is she's just like the girl. For all, pretty much all of season one, it's like, oh, there goes Chloe, like, leaving again. But, like, she doesn't tell them why because she's embarrassed. <laughs> and that's all she is is, like, the girl that leaves. And they're like, oh, God, Chloe sucks. And this it's is like, the season with the little kids, too. She has a little more character in there. This is. She hates kids. She does hate kids. Which makes me laugh. Yeah. She hates them a lot. She hates kids so much. Yeah. Which she would think she would be the one that likes kids because everyone else is, like, a major bitch. And, and you're like, oh, so, Chloe's really nice. Maybe so she'll quiet. like kids. She's yeah. so quiet. They think she'll like kids. You know, yeah. She's like, yeah. That, I had never noticed how quiet she was, but now, like, in my 
in my continued watching. I'm she also is it. enigmatic completely. Like, has no emotion to any of the things she says. Yeah. I yeah. like it. I mean, yeah, I like her. Um, Static. Consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I... How do you think this this pilot sets up for the rest of the series? And where do you... Like, because like, you're in season three. Yes. I'm in season four. So... How do you think in your t- like in season three this is doing like how does this hold up? I think it sets up an expectation that it's gonna go somewhere and then it doesn't go anywhere. Like, yes, there's the excitement of like going to regionals, going to nationals, going to internationals, but like the seasons very much do not. Each episode very much has a very if if at all it has an arc, it's the very slight arc. Like each episode just keeps with the static like. You might be slightly surprised, but everything that happens, you know it's going to happen. Um, it's consistent, which is what I like about it. Yeah. But this makes it seem like it won't be. Yeah, and I think the arc is like, like yeah, it's like a slow incline up until like episode like 28 or something. And then it like spikes in episode 29, <laughs> and then it's all resolved by 30, and then you start... In the same place. In the same place. And I, if you've watched Glee... It's the same, like, you've done this before. It's like all, this season, we're worried about regionals, and the next season, we're worried about sectionals, and it's always that over and over and over again until you get there, and you're like, okay, great, what's next? Oh, the next thing. The next, yeah. Um, the next step. The next <gasps> step. It's always Whoa, the next step. is that the point? Um, and I think especially after, because you're in season three, but what is really mind-numbing, or mind, mind-numbing, and what, what I'm struggling with in mm-hmm. season four is that season four, episode one, just hits the reset button hard. No. It's like, and back to square one. And I'm really struggling because I want to, I love these characters, kind of. I kind of love these characters. I, I love, love the show. Undyingly love the show. Um, but these characters, they're all right. They're okay. Except for Riley and Chloe and Giselle. And, and Eldon. Oh, and Eldon. And James. James. I like these characters. Yeah, I love, I love all of them. <laughs> um, but season four, episode one, hits the hard reset. And it's just mm. like, can I do this again? Can I do, can I do two more seasons of this? The answer is yes, but of it's going to take a little bit more time because season one through three is so. It's um, upward. It's constantly they're moving yeah. forward. And so at least I'm like, okay, but like that was like that was kind of let down just because it was regionals. I bet nationals will be better, and then if, oh, internationals is going to be a hoot. Um, they go to Florida. Spoiler alert. Oh, um, and internationals. And internationals. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. How do you, yeah? So how do you feel about where it is right now? After uh, in season three or episode one, how do you yeah, how do you feel it sets up for like where you like the rest of the series? I think it's a good setup. I think ultimately it hooks you, which is what's important for the show because once you're hooked, once you get invested in these characters and in the constant flow of like very slow unfolding drama, yeah. like that's what's exciting. That's what keeps me coming back because I'm like, wait, what is the dynamic between this relationship? Like, how are Emily? How's Emily and Eldon doing? Like, what is what's going on now? Yeah, and that's what keeps me coming back. Do you? I just want to quickly assert. Uh, okay. Season one, I think, is the purest form of the show because this is a great cast. I think like all of the characters are really great. How do you feel about um, these characters versus the characters that there are in season three, which are mostly the same, but there are some additions that I strongly disagree with. Season three. Yeah. Season three includes the addition of Hunter and Talia and, and Am- Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. Amanda. And um, I think there are a few more. There's a few additions and subtractions to that, but I can't think of them all. Okay, I am okay with Stephanie leaving. That is something that yeah. I was very happy about, and I'm happy about. And I was counting down that I can't. I hate her. Yeah, she, she ruins sucks. the show. And yeah. I also, I'm not a fan of Tiffany. Like mm. the two of them just are so one dimensional. And Emily's one dimensional, but she goes through a journey, and the two sure. of them don't. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's okay for me. I, 
am sad about some of the other characters that we end up losing. Um, happy about Giselle coming back or becoming oh, more Giselle. present, I should say, in the other seasons. Um, but yeah, I I think peop- they th- one of their like tools for this show, making it more interesting, is just throwing in another character. I think. Mm-hmm. And like somehow relating them to other characters and saying, oh, now this is going to throw a wrench in their plan for regionals, throw a wrench in their plan for nationals. Yeah. It's just a plot device, I think. And we get some villains shoehorned in there in the same way. Yeah. Like Lucian is the villain later on. We meet him later on in the season. Oh, I love and Lucian. You love, you love Lucian. I love Hot his, him as a um, character, like as a device. Oh, okay. Like, I just think he's you so just like ridiculous. The bad, you like the bad boy. Yes, I yeah. love him. And I want to know why you hate Miss Kate. Okay, yeah, yeah. So here's 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 the topic of the episode. Miss Kate. Um, I wish there was a good rhyme for this. Miss Kate. Um, I hate. <laughs> Miss Kate, comma, hate or great? Hate or great? Hate or great. Okay, oh, I Kate. love it. Hate or great, Miss Kate. That'll be the name um, of this episode. Look at this journey that we're on together, discovering, <laughs> discovering this. Miss Kate. Okay, first off. Really bad actress. Yes. Playing her. I, could, could you, would you That's be able to look that up really quick? Or I can look it up. Look her up? Yeah. Um, Are we going to roast this poor actress? Well, she's really bad. So she's, she's. Um, <laughs> what if our podcast catches on and then we have to interview her? Um, I can't Google with one hand. Well, what if we interview her later on? Yeah. And then she like hears us. She goes back and listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just searched Miss Kate actress. There's no way that's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good try. Um, is today St. Patrick's Day? Tomorrow is. Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I mean, it won't be. This would be, this will go up. <laughs> uh, just, we, we could put this up tonight. I'm fine. Yeah. Brie wa- Was, oh, she's a cutie pie. Brie uh, Wasilenko. What? That's her name. She's from Alberta, Canada. Her hair color is formerly brown, currently blonde. They specified that on this um, thing. The, I love the fandom about this because they, they really track the hair color. Yeah, they really do, which I think is very interesting. She, oh, she's a dancer. That's why she probably sucks. Oh, but she doesn't ever dance. So why would they not just cast an actress because she doesn't dance? Oh, no, she dances. She has that duet with um, Chris later. With Chris? Yeah, remember they're like, we'll motivate you guys by doing oh, a duet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it. Brie Wasilenko. First off, sorry, Brie Wasilenko. Um, I bet you're a really great dancer, um, but I'm not a fan of your performance. Um, oh, she was in a Carly Rae Jepsen music video. Get out of town. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Um, Her favorite type of pizza is Hawaiian. Her favorite food is avocado well, right and there. chocolate. That right. Avocado and chocolate mm-hmm. together. Her favorite drink from Starbucks is a chai latte. Her favorite movie is Dirty Dancing. Fun facts. Um, I'm looking up really quick where the next step takes place in. Please do that, because I need to know. Um, is a Canadian teen drama the next step? Um, in Canada, in Toronto. That's where it's filmed, in Toronto. Does it take place there? Um, I forgot about Kate's sister, too. That's somebody you'll get to meet. Can't stand her. Oh, I can't stand her either. Yeah, so it takes place in, um, it takes place in Toronto. Um, at least that's where it's filmed, so I'm, I'm assuming that it also is where it's set. So anyway, back to Miss Kate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, really, really bad performance by Brie Wasilenko, mm-hmm. however you say that. Um, especially when the, the younger people on the show are better, are better uh, actors than her. Second off, she doesn't, she's a really terrible studio owner. I think she does a really terrible job heading the studio. Um, I think... Especially later on, there's a lot of moments of characters trying to trick Miss Kate into thinking <laughs> that someone else did something bad. And, and she, she just, instantly believes them. Yeah. No matter how 
um, no matter how much those characters have shown their sense, their undying integrity and like how like great they are, she's like, you must have done this horrible thing. And she puts the burden of proof on the children, the children and not like the person accusing. She's always like, oh, you must have done this. Um, and it drives me wild. Like, I don't get it. That's what makes it makes a lot of sense later in season two when we get the um, the potential sabotage of the studio. Um, and I'm like, why doesn't Emily just come forward to Miss Kate and tell her that this is happening? Yeah. And she has to hatch this whole plan because I think she doesn't trust that she can go to Miss Kate. And it's a crazy plan that she does. Yes. So let's just get we'll give this, him, is yeah. long, this is a long ways off. So um, in season two, um, one of, a dancer from another studio comes in to try to sabotage the studio emily finds out and instead of going oh hey miss kate <laughs> this dancer who has shown herself to be a really flawed more like a morally flawed person is trying to ruin the studio and miss kate being an adult <laughs> hopefully going oh yeah you're right emily who's been a part of the studio forever who i know and trust emily goes no one's gonna believe me so what i must do is be a huge bitch to everyone get everyone to hate me and then get amanda on my side and then help sabotage the studio but not really <laughs> that's her plan and it's because miss kate is really bad at her job or we're at her as an entre- entrepreneur and doesn't believe the people that she's been around for forever yeah and um and she lets amanda on the team this character who has been trying to take down the studio and um she has a really flawed judgment and uh, later on in season, later in season two, Chloe, our, my favorite girl, our resident poor girl, mm. um, she is accused by Amanda of stealing the money from the studio. And instead of going, oh, Chloe, the girl that I've trusted for years to not steal the money, right. who's been poor for years, but is just now stealing the money that Amanda's here. I'm going to say, Chloe, you're kicked out of the studio. And she kicks her out of the studio like boom, like right, boom. Right there. Yeah. Without even. Without even asking anything. Asking. She just says, get out. Yeah terrible i think i think some of the because i don't see her as an issue in season one i think miss kate does her job in season one i think the issue is the yin and yang between miss kate and chris goes away when he leaves that's a good point chris 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 is a lot he's he won't he's bolder he wants to take some risks and he and he knows how to communicate with the kids the kids like chris when things go wrong chris does the dolphin tail or that one episode where they're all fighting and then they throw the tennis or the ping pong balls all over the studio like chris knows how to handle the kids and i think kate is more the logistics side of the studio and so I think with his absence and with the addition of her wacko sister, oh it like really, really throws addition. off the balance of the studio. Yeah. And that's what bothers me. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What does Miss Kate do? At the studio? Yeah. Because <laughs> she doesn't manage the money. Chloe does that. <laughs> Chloe does that. She doesn't choreograph the dance. Emily does dance that. Dance caption does that. <laughs> um, she, she once a season gets costumes. She, uh, Riley and James got the costumes. Last well, they season. picked them up, right? But she ordered. Oh, she them. ordered the costumes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but she she doesn't even she's she doesn't one, okay, teach Jay Let's Troop. talk about this for a second. Let's talk about this really because I think this is amazing. So they're kids, and none of them have cars. They're all taking the bus. I think they don't have cars until like later on in season two or three. Yeah, James um, has cars in three. So instead of Miss Kate being the adult who bought the costumes or rented the costumes or whatever, who has a car going to go pick them up in her car? <laughs> she tells two of the students who are paying to be at her dance studio, and she says, um. Can you guys go take three buses across town and pick up the the costumes? And they do it, which is, I mean, like it shows that they like they like her. But and she's what does she what does she do? She gets evicted from the building, so she's not even taking care of the finances or the management. Yeah. Of it, the well, I don't else. think she. I don't think it's a money thing. I think it was just because Lucian bought it. No, but didn't he buy it after she got it? Oh, he, I'm I think just he, right there. Now. I think he bought the building and then he evicted could her. decide. Yeah. 
interesting. Which I don't think is legal. She but She can't manage. I don't know Canadian law. Canadian law. <laughs> she has to constantly hold auditions. That's what she does. She holds auditions. She holds auditions. <laughs> but like when they, they, she doesn't, yeah, she doesn't choreograph. So like 80% of what happens in the studio, she doesn't even deal no. with. She doesn't, like she doesn't even like, I don't know. She just, yeah, she complains. Um, she holds auditions. So she decides the troops. Um, but when they do that thing where they have, when they do what, baby ballet later on? Yeah, the kids do the it. The kids do it. So she doesn't, she, she doesn't handle money. She, she doesn't choreograph. She um, really doesn't handle the day-to-day in her personal relationships. No. Um, she's not around very much. The only thing she does is she goes with him on the all-expense-paid vacation to regionals oh, or nationals <laughs> or internationals. Um, she collects their forms for, for she that. She does do that. Um, and their money. She, she the tells money. them, yeah, she tells them when they haven't put, given their money. <laughs> um, she kicks people off the team. She kicks people off the team when they don't pay money. She um, changes the dance captain when she wants. She changes the dance captain when she wants. Uh, and then she complains about stuff. Yeah. But she doesn't really do, she's not like, like, say what you want about Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. Oh, boy. But at least she choreographs. At least yeah. she cares. At least she does stuff. Miss Kate doesn't do anything. And she's also kind of mean a lot of the time. I think she's firm. I think she's. I think she's kind of mean, especially when her dancers are so good. Her dancers are so good. Like it's I just, don't think she ever like really empowers them. I think she like she she like puts pressure on them, but she never like empowers them mm. to succeed. And that's so much left up to the dance captain. Who when yeah. when your dance captain's Emily, you're like. And she she critiques the dance captain, but like. Yeah, she doesn't. She's not. There and to I think the we get a little backstory in this episode, in the season one, episode one, where she um it was her mom's old studio, and she used to be a dancer. But that doesn't qualify you to run a studio. I think she's honestly just a level of, like, a, just she inherited it. Yeah. Like, this is just, like, oh, shit, like, her family thing. It's also, fun fact, in an old abandoned chicken factory. That How is where the studio that? is. Uh, it's in a later episode. Oh, I don't they remember They briefly that. mention it, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. And then they point, they're like, they're like, wait, it is? And they're like, yeah, and they point to the wall, and there's a giant chicken meal. <laughs> <laughs> this show could not get any better. No, yeah, so, yeah, so they're like, telling a scary story, and they're like, yeah. This takes place in like an abandoned chicken factory, and they're like, "That's not what this is." I'm like, "Yeah, look at the wall." And there's a huge chicken mural that they've never seen before, apparently. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and which they never show us because it's like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Miss Kate, I hate that. I she I, she gets an I hate from me. I get. I will give Miss Kate. I'm. I don't hate Miss Kate, but if I have to say something that rhymes with Kate, I will say I hate Miss Kate. Yeah, because what is she? Yeah, I think. I, I think. Uh, for those of you listening, I think um, you'll see that she doesn't really get any development. No. Where she is right now in season one, episode one, is where she's going to be for a long time. Um, even when her sister comes, she doesn't really ch- And her sister's the worst. Her but, sister sucks. Um, yeah. And I think being like the only adult in this room and like this group of very talented kids, you have like an obligation to step up and like try and really give them like... A, like a like a role model. Like, I want to be like Miss Kate someday. Like, yeah. Accomplished and whatever. Um, yeah. And I think like I think um, especially like and, and, and like young girls like Riley or like or like like uh, Emily. They need like a like a Hillary Clinton role model. Yes. Like and this Ms. woman Kate, is succeeding, yeah. and Miss Kate is not that at all. She does not accomplish it. She doesn't. Um, she's yeah. She's lazy, and she's in her office most of the time. She's really easy to fool too. They like they trick her <laughs> a lot, very easily. Yes. Um, yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. Okay. You convinced me. When I went into this, I had, I was indifferent about Miss Kate, but now that like the points you've made, I'm like, oh, yeah. Miss Kate, not great. Uh, those of you listening, let us know your feelings about Miss Kate. Leave yeah, a like. Of course. Leave a comment down below this video. It That's may develop, to too. I'm going to comment below this video. Yeah. That's um, cool. Wait, before, can we, can we do gay ships right now? 
Gay ships. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I'm done with gay ships. From episode one. Do you want to define gay ships? Um, for anyone out there who doesn't. Uh, know. so gay ships. So there's your straight ships, which is, would be like Jiley. So me, Smiley Jiley. I'm my straight ship is always going to be Riley and James. So essentially, I'm just shipping, relationshiping. For those of you who don't know things about the fandom world, um, you decide who you want to date. So my straight ship is always Smiley Jiley. My gay ship. Hmm. I'm a big fan of. West Eldon. Weldon. 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 Mac Weldon, like the underwear. Weldon. I don't know what that is. Um, why? Give us a give us your. I think detailed reasoning. I think West is a very quirky character, um, and you guys will get to learn this throughout the um, podcast. But Eldon has this kind of seriousness to him. It's not so much seriousness, but more of like a lack of complex humor that I think West almost has like so much complex humor that it seems wacky to the rest of the students. Mm -hmm. And they both have such, so much love for dance that other characters have, but other characters get so caught up in other things. And like consistently West is dancing and he's having fun. And same with Eldon. And he never, I can't think of any time in the four seasons I've watched that he has drama. He has, (laughs) I just got to the part, sorry, spoiler alert, where after West asked Emily on a date at, um, nationals and then like the next episode there's like this unspoken like oh actually we're just never gonna touch on that again right but then like they have like some like relationship flare-ups but like Wes never has drama like he's yeah. never like he never wrongs anyone he's like a little weird and people are like oh you're kind of weird but like in a delightful way no one's yes. ever like oh West is so awful and that's what Eldon needs because Eldon has this tendency to like fall for the drama to get yeah. caught up in people that well, but he also has a, wa- has a wacky side, too. He does, which yeah. is why I think it would work perfect, because they could whack each other. Okay. <laughs> whack each other off, is what you're going to say? I'm going to be wacky together. Um, <laughs> oh, no. um, are you at the sweet spot part yet in season three? What's this? I'm like in episode one or two. Oh, so you're like very early. Okay. Yes. Um, because... <laughs> the sweet spot. Yeah. Eldon has this notion, this like weird sense that... like the world has these things called sweet spots which aren't really ever defined like they don't mm-hmm. say like what they are but they're like sweet spots oh were they like the sweet spot on the stage yeah is that what you're talking about but like like on the stage for sure it's like oh there's a sweet spot but also like everywhere okay so they're in like Miami for like internationals and he's like I gotta find a good sweet spot so I can take Talia on a good date and like wait who? Talia who's taking her on a date? Eldon <gasps> Eldon takes Talia yeah, on a sorry, date? yeah sorry spoiler okay um, it doesn't really there's nothing to spoil because it just kind of happens okay um, and he just has this notion, like, there's, like, these sweet spots everywhere that, like, you just, like, you're in yeah. there and you're like, oh, my God. Um, and no one else gets it. Like, Talia gets it, but no one else does. And I think that makes him a good match for West. He also, Eldon, is, is really seems, like, unhappy in his romantic relationships with women. I, I agree. Yeah. And I think West seems, other than the Emily flare-ups, I think he also seems romantically disinterested in women. Not yeah. that he's necessarily romantically interested in men, but, they, I mean, the show doesn't go into that as we've talked about the show Tends to stray away from gay yeah. relationships. Um, Weston Eldon's a good one. That's what I was going to say, but I'm going to go a different route okay. because you took that one. Um, I'm going to say Daniel and James. Daniel and James. Oh. Yeah. Daniel. Daniel? Um, and here's why. Okay. So 
James is a is a very one of the most grounded characters. He he's really chill all the time, mm-hmm. um, even when they're like in very stressful situations, as stressful as they can get on the next step. Um, he is constantly calm and just like breathes through it, and it's like, what we're about to go on, and we don't have any choreography. And this is fine. And like, like, <laughs> like make a joke. Um, and Daniel is a complete opposite. He falls into that drama. He's like, he's very high stress, and I think they'd be a really good middle. They'd like find a good middle, like together. a yin yang. Yeah, balance it out. And I just want Daniel to be with someone, and I think James is like the cutest boy. He's um, the boy. And so I think like Daniel deserves a cute boy to be his first boyfriend. Yeah, um, I get that. And know. also like sometimes I don't think Riley deserves James. I'll, I'll say it. There I you said think it. She's not good enough for like sometimes. he's too good for him. And we she's disagree. Too high we disagree. There's a list that, that comes into play later on. And I'm very anti-list, but you like the list. I'm pro-list. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about um, that. We'll talk about that when it comes when it comes <laughs> to later. Um, but yeah, for me. I like how chilly is, and I like he he would he's the type of person that would put up with the list, yeah. Um, and like someone like Riley wouldn't like if he was like, hey Riley, here's this list to do to date no, me. No, yeah, Riley. She'd be done. like, oh fuck you, I'm out. Um, and that's what I like about James, but I think he deserves someone who wouldn't give him a list. But we'll talk about the you. Don't list think later. Daniel would give him a list? <sighs> I think Daniel is really high strung, but I don't think he's a list type. Okay. For me, I don't think he is. Um, I think he's like I think he's the type of gay who's like very high maintenance. But I think he's like probably like when he's in a relationship, he's probably like kind of settles settles down. Because I think he's just like, um, I think he's just oh insecure. Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. And I think James is good. Like when he's not kissing other people. He's really good in relationships. At, oh, um, that was a not to diss James. I love James. That to me, we'll talk about. That I'm later, pro list. That's why I'm pro list. He, was, I don't think that was his fault. He kissed I don't back. blame him. It was longer than two seconds. Isn't that what Wes said? <laughs> yeah, but there, but, but there, there, we have the we have more relationship maturity at this age to That's understand true. that these moments have context. Yeah, it's more I than just, just a simple rule. It's the context. It's the context. Yeah. I guess I see. What were we talking about? James and uh, Daniel. James and Daniel. I don't remember what I was going to say. When he's not kissing other people. Oh, when he's not kissing other people. Oh, he's very doting, and I think he's very, yeah. he very much likes to uplift their, Riley. And their first date, I think, is one of the cutest things. Yes. And the fact that her first response, well, we'll, we'll also get to that, but yeah. her first response was like, oh, we're having a date in the dance studio. And then she yeah. opens up the door, and it's this beautiful date of all these, like, like the, the date around the world or whatever it was. I was like, cute. And look at you prejudging him. Yeah, she prejudged that date. I'm yeah. mad about it. And then she's like, oh, this is actually kind of great. Like, yeah. She, like. But I like a, the thing I like about her is she can admit her faults. She knows yeah, when she's wrong. That's true. She's a heck of a dancer. And she's a heck of a da- They're all heck of dancers. Well, who is it? I don't think Emily. Emily. Emily's not. Emily I don't think Chloe's that good either. Um, yeah, but she's just not. I don't think. I think it's because she's not featured. Yeah, so they don't show her off. Um, all the boys are great. They always make the boys great. Except for Hunter. Not a fan of Hunter. We'll find out later. Yeah, we'll find out later. He's not Hunter. that great. Um, they do a small group. I think in season three. Chloe, Giselle, and. In season two, they do. And Talia. Oh, no. Chloe. At competition. They don't think they actually did it. Never mind. No. They must do it in season three. They do a competition where they do a small group, and it's really good with Chloe. Okay. Yeah. Um, any other hot takes or anything? We should probably... We're wrapping it up, right? Yeah. I probably need to wrap it up. Uh, any other hot takes? That's all my hot takes for the day. Um, yeah. I like Chris. I wish we could see more of him. Yeah. Um, Emily's like a dancer. I'm team Michelle. Um, I'm team neither. <laughs> <laughs> um... Other than that, 
All right. Thanks for listening, all yeah, of you who you stick so around. Um, we're going to be doing this for every episode yes, we of will. the five seasons of The Next Step. Um, so, yeah, tune in next time, whenever that is. Um, soon. Soon to hear more about The Next Step and our hot takes. Uh, it's been a blast. Thanks for joining us on A Troop. A Troop, The Next Step podcast. Smiley Jiley signing out. Uh, I forgot what my name is. James Jake Lemberg. Jake James Lemberg. We'll figure it out. Better we'll figure time. it out, yeah. Thanks. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs>